Charlotte's Web. Do you think way back, way back? We're going back. How far back? Way back. Go way back into your childhood and recall Charlotte's Web. We used to have to watch that fucking movie. Well, it's like I mean, I make it seem like it's such a big deal. I actually kind of liked it, but we had to watch like you know, it'd be like you know, Christmas time. Teacher doesn't feel like doing anything. They'd be like, all right, just watch this, and then they put in like Charlotte's Web, and it's like about you know that pig. You know, it's Wilbur, Wilbur the pig. And, you know, he's a cute little pig, and he's living his life and shit. And then one day, the goats are laughing at him, right? They're like, bah, bah, they're going to kill you. Bah. And he's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What did I ever do to anybody? What did I ever do to anybody? Why do they want to kill me? And like, they're going to kill you and turn you into a fucking pork salad. Bah, bah. He's like, oh, no. 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 Then he, like, Starts crying and shit. But before he starts talking, he sings a song about how he knows how to talk. Right? He goes, isn't it great that I articulate? Isn't it grand that you can understand? I don't wonk. I don't squonk. I don't even squeak or squonk when I want to say something. I open up and talk. I can talk. I can talk. I can talk. And then, like, um, he starts learning learning a few words. And one of the words he learns is, um, he goes, um, Salutations. That's my fancy way of saying hello. I thought that was like the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life, but also quite funny. So like when I was a kid, I used to go around saying that to people. I'd be like, salutations. That's my fancy way of saying hello. Now fuck you and give me your money. It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess what? Jonathan Ramtram reporting live for duty on January 8th, 2018. Don't know if I introduced myself already or not. I black out from time to time. Part of being a recovering alcoholic. But yeah, it's a beautiful, well, what am I talking about? It's a horrible day out. It's fucking snowing. But the weather, um, the, uh, the temperature is like, I don't know, it's like minus five, which is good for Canada. It's actually not too bad. And um, yeah, it's a pretty nice day aside from the, oh, I'm just getting sick of snow. Snow. The world can keep itself if it weren't for the snow. The whole season go fuck itself if it wasn't for snow. It's like the worst Christmas song. Bing Crosby and like some fucking, uh, I don't know, Gina Chinchin. I don't know who the fuck sang it, but like, it's like snow. The world can go fuck itself if it weren't for snow. We don't need anything other than snow. Guess what? I hate snow. Because it's like, um,. It's just a redundant. It's like enough already. You've been snowing for the last fucking two months. Not even really, just more like a month. I don't know. I shouldn't talk in such finalities, you know. Sometimes I do like snow, sometimes I don't like snow. So for me to say that I don't like snow, it's egregious. Uh, I think that's the word, but I'm just going to keep going with it because it sounds smart. Anyways, Wilbur the Pig, Charlotte's Web, uh, just trying to get the ball rolling here. I took the day off, um, and um, I just do a little temper tantrum, you know. I 
Last night was kind of a fucking lousy kind of experience. I went to a coffee house, right, just before a gig. I went to sign up for this comedy night, and uh, I almost said Mike and Knight in the same word, so I was like, McKnight. Went to a comedy McKnight, and, uh, you know, after I signed up for the show, I, I go for coffee, right? And I'm in a, I'm in a coffee shop, duh, and uh, I'm standing there, and this fucking old dude waltzes into the coffee house, brushes past me, just fucking, and I hate when that happens, because it's like, I'm a pretty big guy, right? Like, I'm, I'm like, I'm 5'11", six foot in heels, you know, I'm black, I'm, you know, it's like people choose when they want to be threatened by me and when they don't want to be threatened by me. You know what I mean? When it comes to like hiring me or, you know, when it comes to the advancement of colored people or when it comes to anything like that, all of a sudden they're scared of us and they don't know how to relate to us and they don't know how to start with us. Where does the conversation begin? Where does the conversation begin? I don't know how to deal with a black person. I'm sorry. I've never been around black people. This is all new to me. I'm just learning. Um, it's growing. It's it's um, coming to terms. It's opening a dialogue. And I think it's a really good foundation. Foundation, and I think it's a really, you know, hopeful beginning, an opening of dialogue. You know, when it comes to anything that a colored person could actually benefit from, nobody has any idea where to begin. It's a fucking mystery, you know? Do they want self-respect? Do they want self-reliance? Do they want equality? Or do they want my wife and children? They, they don't know where to begin. But when it comes to things that, you know, they want what they want to hold dear to them you know stature opportunity property land money career anything like that or even just a place in a coffee lineup they know how to be white you know the old fucking instincts kick right in right so i'm standing there in the fucking coffee lineup that fucking douchebag brushes by me like i'm nothing right and, like, I don't even care about that. It's more so the fact of just how blind they can be when they want to be, when it's convenient for them, right? Brushes past me. Then he um, fucking walks up and stands right in front of me. I'm standing right in front of the till. He squeezes past me to stand in front of the till. I'm like, this is unfucking believable So I turn to him. I'm like, sir, there's a lineup here, kind of, kind of in a lineup here. White man arrogance. There is no lineup. Well, then what am I standing in right now? Answer me that. What am I standing in right now if not a lineup? Again, I guess he knows best. There is no lineup. I'm like, there's two of us. I being the head of the lineup, you being the rear of it. Two people in a lineup. There is a lineup. Then he tries to play the whole, like, I'm a baby card, you know? Give whatever, then go. I'm like, fuck you, you go. Right? And then it's like, three things are going on here, right? Three forms, three sides, three faces to my madness here. This asshole is being condescending. You know, with the whole, there is no lineup. He's trying to play that, like, I'm an ignorant black guy and, like, I use the wrong terminology or, like, you know, he's right or, like, like you know, he's, he's trying to play that fucking intelligence card, Right? 
which is kind of ironic because as I was writing this joke out, I spelled intelligence wrong, but he doesn't have to know that. He's fucking around with my, um, you know, trying to fuck around with my um, sense of self or my intelligence or something. You know, there is no lineup giving me that stupid fucking look with his dumbass glasses on. Then he tries to play with my, um, the race card. You know, like, it's definitely, like, I could feel, like, this racial animosity as if, like, I'm crying or begging or trying to play the race card when it's, like, you asshole, you you stood in fr- you w- literally squished past me to get ahead of me in a lineup. I'm not playing any race card. It's a blatant lineup. Even the fucking, even the lady behind the till, she's like, uh, sir, there's a lineup, right? And then thirdly, um, he's playing the aggression, you know, he's squaring his arms up, squaring his chest up and shit like that. He's like a middle-aged man, right? And, like, I'm a spry 31-year-old man. I'm at the top of my fucking physical prowess. Like, I, I was ready to knock him the fuck out, right? That's one thing I don't like about my aging is that, you know, as a 31-year-old man now, like, I'm, a, I'm no longer a youth and I'm, like, a young man. And... I'm really starting to feel like um, just certain things don't fly with me anymore. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to get physical with me, which he was kind of like, you know, posturing up and acting tough and shit like that, like, I will fight you. I, that's, just, that's just how I feel now. I never felt like that before. You know, like as a youth, I was always trying to, you know, pass the path of least resistance. And I never liked fighting. Like, I remember sometimes, like, people would go and watch a fight at school. Like, oh, my God, there's a fight in the cafeteria. We've got to go check it out. I'm like, no, man, I'm not going to go to see that. Like, that's disgusting. I don't like violence. I don't like that type of shit, right? But this asshole's egging me on. And I'm like, yo, dude, like, I'm a, I'm a fucking man. And it's not about being a man or whatever. But it's like, it's in my DNA. I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. I got it in my DNA. Like, it's like... I just feel it. It's like if you want to fucking play that game, we can play that game, man. You know, I'm not a violent person, but it's like if you fuck with me, yeah, we'll fight you. That's just how I feel. Like it's not it's like if I if I've done everything I can to clear my side of the street and you still want to cross over to it, then I will indulge you if it comes to that, right? And that's kind of what he was doing. He was like kind of getting in my face and shit. It's like, "Hey, slow down there, buckaroo." Like, I will, I will fight you. I'll bang your fucking head off the counter right in front of your stupid-ass wife, smash your head into some lemon meringue pie, you know, oh, my God, he's killing him. And I'm just banging his head into the fucking counter and shit like that. A black man stripes again. Then I flee off into the night. I'm very temperamental these days, and I don't like it, but... You ask me if I'd kill that white man. I don't know, I can't say, I don't like it, but I guess things happen that way. God gave me this black ass and left me on my own. Lord, help me be a man and have the patience not to kill white people when they fuck with me at a cafe. I don't like it, but I guess things happen that way. Maybe if he heard me sing that, that would calm him down. Oh my god, you listen to Johnny Cash too? He is literally the foundations of modern music. 
fucking know. I love the man in black. He's awesome. But, um, you know, fuck that white man. Cowardly piece of shit. You know, I, I would have literally fucked him up. It would, I would have been my fucking... That would have made 2018. You know, that would have been a rough start, starting off in the fucking pen. But, uh, the pen. I don't know, whatever you call it, jail. You know, that's not, um, as, uh... I don't know, why am I... Who gives a shit? You know what I'm saying, right? Anyways. I just didn't like the feeling that was coming across, you know? But hey, you know, um, like I said, there was a power outage today. I think I said that. There was a power outage in Toronto, Canada, on the east side today. It's fucked up, man. I woke up and, like, um, my computer was, like, staring at me. But, like, um, luckily um, there was a power outage, right? I forgot to shut the lid on my computer, so it was, like, watching me sleep. But uh, the power outage might have helped, you know? Luckily they didn't record my fucking REM state. So, you know, I have some personal sovereignty this morning. <sighs> Whatever, that was a strange thing I said. But um, anyway, yeah, power outage. You know a white man saved the day on that one, though, you know? I could, I could just visualize it right now, you know? Some old white guy. What's going on here? He walks into the fucking hydro clinic or the power clinic or whatever. The power store. He walks in with his stethoscope. Out of my way, I'm a white man. I know what I'm going on. I know what's doing here. Walks in there with his stethoscope, starts putting a stethoscope on the fucking breakers. <laughs> ah, yeah, switching, switching switches and pushing buttons. Yeah, I'm white. I know what's going on here. Then all of a sudden, whoop, we got power again. Oh, thank you, white man. Yeah, white men. I don't know. I wish I didn't have to fucking feel that way about white people, but like they really push um, minorities' buttons. And they, I don't think a lot of them understand why. You know why? It's because you have an entitlement that you don't even fucking... Or you're not even aware of it. You're not even aware when you're acting like an asshole because like, it's not even within me to feel that way. You know? A white person walks into a store. I'm not going to say all white people, but generally the entitled white people that people complain about and like definitely this guy in, in my scenario. An entitled white person, you know... Little disclaimer here, not all white people are entitled this way. Some are, some aren't. This guy obviously was. But the entitlement to walk into a cafe, walk in front of somebody in a lineup, and with the arrogance and the attitude of you're in the right, and then to get physically like aggressive with me, and like to have that level of entitlement. When I walk into a store, to this day, I get the feeling that they're watching me. They're watching me. And a lot of times they are. They, they, you know, a lot of times they don't come at me with a greeting. A lot of times they come at me with, uh, Sir, can you please put your bag behind the counter? Is that any way to greet a fucking patron? Is that any way to greet a guest? I get that a lot to this day. I was at a fucking bookshop, um, actually this time last year, almost exactly a year today. I was at a bookshop well, today as if I know the exact date. But it was in January of 2017. I was at a bookstore. I walk upstairs, right, into the comic section, right? There's, like, um, comic books in this section. There's a sign that says, all bags at the door. Leave all bags at the door. There's, like, 20 people in the comic book section. They all have bags. Every one of them. Every white last one of them had a bag. I walk in there. Woman makes a beeline to me. Excuse me, sir, can you please put your bag behind the counter? 
Not even a hello, how are you? Are you looking for anything? She just zeroed in on me as a black man. Sir, can you please put your bag behind the counter? And, um, you know, just for my own sake of mind, in those scenarios, I usually just kind of take it cool and I react accordingly. If I'm upset by it, sometimes I just have to leave because I don't want to make a scene. I don't want to raise my voice. I don't want to add distress or uncomfort to people. That's just not my bag of tricks. If you want to disrespect me, then I can remove myself from this situation. It's not a big deal. Like, I give a fuck, right? So I just kind of calmly turn around and I walk out. And she goes, sir, 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 I just asked you to take off your backpack. I don't see what the big deal is. Sir, sir. And she's making this big fucking deal about it. And she's screaming at me as I'm going down the stairs, right? And it's like, you are out of your fucking mind. And it just goes to show that that is exactly what was underneath the surface. Because she switched that quickly. You know, it was right underneath her skin to do. I'm not racist. I'm not racist. It's like, then why are you acting like you are? And why do you have this complex that you are? And why does everybody else have a bag on? And yet I, the only black man, must remove his backpack. Come on, give your head a shake, you fucking moron. Anyway. The white man saved the day on that power outage, though. That's for damn sure. (laughs) I don't know, man. It's a testy thing, right? You can tell I'm a little upset by it, talking about it. I don't know how to feel about it, you know what I mean? I was raised around a lot of white people in Edmonton, Alberta. And, um... I don't know. Like, I'm second-generation Canadian, meaning, at least I think this is the meaning, I'm the second line of, um, well, maybe I'm first-generation? I don't know. My mother, my parents weren't born in the country. My mother was born in Trinidad, Tobago. My father, who I don't know, (laughs) go figure, doesn't really help, (laughs) doesn't really add credit to, to my whole white bashing thing. You know, it's, like, it's the white man's fault for all our problems in society, even though I've never met my father. But, um, uh, you know, I'm the first one of my family born, not the first one, but um, of the children. We are the first generation to be born in this country. And um, I'm at the point now where it's like what white people need to realize is, at least from my perspective, <laughs> First of all, they need to realize my perspective. They don't have to realize anything. They don't have to do anything. But what I'm trying to say is, from my perspective, um, I'm not trying to be equal to a white man. I'm not trying to get a white man. It's like, it's game is over. We are all here of, as people of different cultures, creeds, religions, sexes, and... It's going to be just what it is. Like, I'm, I'm going to, like, you're not stopping me from doing anything. And your stupid, petty bullshit only furthers um, just anger and bad feelings and just um, negativity. And you know what I mean? Like, you're not stopping me. It's, it's not like, I, like, my, like my ancestors fought civil rights movements like you know you can take a knee and put your fucking hand up in the air to protest the man that's great 
But the reality is those fights have already been fought and now it's just like, shut the hell up and get out of my way. I'm going to be the CEO if I want to. What the fuck are you going to do about it? I don't have to fucking take a knee and put my fist up in the air. People already did that shit. Give me the fucking money. Give me the loot. Like, that's what I'm about right now. It's like, get the fuck out of my way, white man. Like, you have no fucking power over me. Shut up. And that's, and that's what they're having a hard time dealing with. And that's what all this shit is. And they're, they're putting up the last, vest, the last vestiges of their claim to entitlement. You know? Pushing past somebody in a fucking cafe lineup. Or, you know, we're going to suspend you from the NFL for putting your fist up in the air. It's like, you're not going to do dick. All right? We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. It's like, you can't do anything. There's nothing you can do to us. You can't stop us. And that's what a lot of them are having these fucking um, little pissy fits about. You know what I mean? And it gets, and it irks me. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, but um, there is a silver lining. I have not given up on white pussy yet. You know, I'm still, I'm still an advocate for white pussy. I still will fight to the, for the right of a black man to sleep with a white woman. I think we can um, come together on that at least. Trying desperately to infuse some humor into this, even though I'm talking real shit. That's how I feel, you know what I mean? I feel like you can't do fuck all to me. Shut the hell up and get out of my way. And when you play these stupid little games with me, it just infuriates me because like, not as a black man, but just as a man. It's like, if you disrespect me, I want to punch you in the face. Like I'm an adult now and um, your, your little fucking aggression and games don't play with me. It's like, I don't have time for this nonsense. I gotta go out and make a living. I gotta go find somebody to fall in love with, maybe have a family and do something with my life. And um, any little misery or any little fucking roadblock, fuck off, I don't need it. You got no power over me, sir. So I think that's what a lot of um, my angst is as of late, but um, whatever. Black people, that's a, that's a strange thing, man. A lot of black men are fucking uh, dating white black women. Or white men are dating, like, interracial dating is happening a lot now. And um, I, really, I really don't know how I feel about it, to be honest. I mean, you know. Uh, like, to be honest, sometimes I feel it's a good thing. Sometimes I feel it's a bad thing. Because it's almost like... Um, It's just a, uh, I don't even know where I'm, my point on this issue is. It's not even an issue. That's a thing. That's what gets my fucking mind like spinning sometimes. It's like things aren't issues and then they become issues. It's like people fall in love. What do you think about this issue? What issue? Interracial dating. I didn't know it was an issue. I just thought people, you know, fell in love and shit. No, it's an issue. What a, weigh in on the issue. Not that you guys asked me to weigh in, but um, I don't know. One thing I've noticed, though, is like um, you, you could tell like it's a tough economy or something when like, um, you know, white men start dating um, black women because, you know, they're all about that Asian pussy, aren't they? Generally speaking, like the white man, they love Asian pussy. And, um, you know, you know, Asian people, you know, they're coming up strong in the world. Right. So it's like. Um, you know, the white man can't afford that shit. They're getting muscled out of it. Their jobs are going away and they're, they're crying babies. Like, oh no, you know, our power and everything's going. I know, I'm going to switch over to black women. <laughs> These stupid black chicks are like, mm-hmm, I'm going to get myself a white man. Yeah, now I'm somebody. 
They give you that fucking look like you're some fucking broke ass nigga or some shit, you know? What are you looking at, nigga? There ain't no pussy around here. Like, give me a break. Like, I need that fucking Afro puss. Why am I so angry this morning? Why is this coming out so fucking vulgar? I don't know. Will you guys still love me and give me a chance if I say this type of shit? I don't know. Uh, it's ugly when shit gets opened up, you know what I mean? Feelings. Pain. Fear. Aggression. Yeah, well, I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know what to say. Oh, no. Am I going to have to burn this and start all over again? It's hard being a comedian, actually, you know. Maybe I'll just leave this on here as a reminder to people, you know. I'm a person who's been doing stand-up comedy for nine years, and it's still fucking hard. And I, and I do have talent, and it's still hard. You know, let's see you fucking do better, you know. Everybody wants to be a comedian or weigh in on what it is to be a comedian because um, in, the internet has brought comedians full front and center. You know, like podcasts, Netflix specials. Um, comedy is very popular, and people weigh in and they have their opinions. And, uh, you know, here I am, a nine-year comic with a little bit of talent, I believe, and it's still fucking hard. And it's going to continue to be hard. And it's always going to be hard. You know, you have to have the right recipe. And that is to be able to bring people under your spell of jokes. And sometimes you're on the mark. Sometimes you're off the mark. Right? Sometimes you hate white people. Sometimes you love them. Sometimes you get a black pussy. Sometimes you get a white pussy. You know, different strokes for different folks. If you want a refund, uh, send all um, questions, qualms, queries, and complaints to jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. Hit me up there, jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. There's also a link on my website. And uh, yeah, let's open that dialogue up. Let's just talk about whatever. Send me questions, send me feedback. It'd be nice to, um, you know, get this thing uh, official. Let me know I have some listeners out there. Um, uh, is there anything funny I can tell you? Oh, yeah. I've been watching a lot of film noir lately, right? I was watching this one the other night. It was kind of strange. It was like um, Mike Hammer. It's called Mike Hammer. It was on YouTube, right? And it got me thinking about takeout food, right? Because, like, takeout food... You know, I guess when Takeout first started, you know, there was that movie, The Founder. That was awesome with uh, another white man. See, I do love white men. I can appreciate a good white man when I see one. Um, Michael Keaton, one of my favorite white men. He was like one of the best Batmans. He started off as a comic. Uh, as of late, he's been in the movie uh, Birdman. That was awesome. And then he played um, Ray Kroc in um, The Founder. The, the Foundations of the McDonald's Empire. That was a great movie. and um, But it got me thinking about like how when f takeout food first started, there was really just kind of like, okay, well, what if I just start making food and selling it? It had to start that way, right? Like, you know, like they didn't have like any, you know, it would be like dishes. They would serve dishes. They must have been serving dishes that um, you would make at your house, right? Like, when you think of 
a hamburger and fries. I mean, I don't think that's something that people would make at their house normally. I don't fucking know. Was I around in the 1950s? No. And if I was, I was probably in the fucking back of a fucking shed picking cotton or something. But um, anyway, um, in, in this movie, in this film noir, right? This detective, right? He's like, ah, Mike Hammer. And he goes to like a payphone, right? And he calls up his secretary, right? She's like, hello, Mike Hammer's office. He goes, hey there, toots. Yeah, it's Mike Hammer calling. And I'm going to be down there to dictate my report to you, toots. Sit tight. She goes, but Michael, I'm hungry. I haven't had anything to eat for dinner today. He goes, ah, stay put. I'm going to get you a sandwich. And he goes over to like the cafe and he goes over to like the cook. He goes, hey there, cook. Make me a chopped egg sandwich. Pronto. The guy's like, but I can't, Mac. I'm sorry, we're closed. He goes, hey, listen. Make me a chopped egg sandwich stat. And he grabs the guy by the collar and he roughs him up. Ah! He like throws him against the fucking wall. And then like he goes back to the office, right? She goes, did you bring my sandwich? Here you go. And he goes in his pocket. Chopped egg. And he like slaps this chopped egg sandwich down on the counter, right? Chopped egg. Chopped egg. He must have said chopped egg like seven times. I'm like, what? Why do they keep on reinforcing this point of the chopped egg sandwich? Like chopped egg? You mean egg salad? Shut up. Goddamn ambulances. Ah, 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 send an ambulance. Would somebody send an ambulance? Please, for God's sake, send an ambulance. Too many fucking ambulances in my neighborhood. I'm getting real sick of it. Anyways, in this film noir, uh, that detective, Mike Hammer, kept going on about chopped egg sandwiches and just got me thinking, like, chopped egg? Is that something that... Chopped egg. Chopped egg. Here's a chopped egg sandwich. And then, like, the girl, right? Like, just the way they treated women back in the day, you know? Um, I could see, like, the director was like, okay, you know, um, I want you to come into this scene eating this chopped egg sandwich with, like, all the gusto and um, appreciation of someone who's just in love, you know? Like, that is your man, and he got you a chopped egg sandwich, right? She comes into the scene, and she's coyly holding, like, um the sandwich in both hands and she sits on the desk and crosses her legs and takes a very grateful wet bite out of this chopped egg sandwich right i'm like oh give me a break stupid you know eh. you know i'm dealing with a lot of um anger you know it's kind of strange. It comes out in my performance lately, which I don't like because I'm very grateful and happy in other places in my life. But then when I'm performing, I'm very angry. And I don't know if it's because like I'm just like disgruntled with my career or if I'm just like a hack. You know, it's easy to play angry or feign anger because that's a way of putting up a shield against your real emotions sometimes. Especially with performance, you know, I'm angry, I'm going to feign a, a character of anger, you know, and ah, look look at my point on this, and it's, it's like fuel. And I don't know, I just really question it. And I question the anger too, like with that white man there, like I was literally ready to punch that guy in the face. That's why I had to leave, right? Like a part of me was like, don't leave, stand your ground, don't give him the satisfaction. But it's like, I knew, like, like I said, I'm... It's not like I'm walking around on edge, but like that's just the new thing I'm noticing about myself. Like as I mature into, you know, manhood, 
I guess. It's like, if you come at me with a certain amount of disrespect, I will entertain the notion of fighting you. And that's not like a threat. That's just strange to me, man. Like, I've never been like that before. And like, here I am, like straight up sober, having these feelings, right? Like, where it's like... Like punching out an old man, you know? He wasn't even an old man. I don't know, he was like 50 or something. But like, still, like, get the fuck out of my face, you moron. Like, I will slap the shit out of you in front of your wife. Like, for sure. Hmm. Force feed you a chopped egg sandwich. Hey, you like chopped egg sandwiches, huh, Gerald? I'm gonna grab a chopped egg sandwich and just jam it into his fucking mouth. There you go. Suck on this, you fucking moron. A lot of anger, as you guys can see. And uh, maybe I should just let it be, right? Should I just let that go? Let it be? Let it be what it is. If you're angry, let it be anger. Hmm. Couple promises moving forward, though. You know what I mean? Um, if I can take any um, positivity out of this. Race relations are race relations. It just is what it is, right? I don't want to feel that way about white people or black people or anybody. The beautiful and talented Bruce Lee. As um, I've been studying a little bit about Bruce Lee lately just because I think he's fascinating. Um, I watched a couple documentaries about him and shit. Um, there was this story where Bruce Lee, um, he was on the set of um, The Green Hornet, uh, one of his first uh, gigs and uh, foray into the uh, Western culture, Western mindset. Bruce Lee, the Green Hornet. Anyways, he's on set, and um, some fucking white man, of course, walks up to him and goes, Hey, baggage handler, pick up that bag and get the shit out of here, right? We got a show to film. And then the, the, one of his co-stars, right, this lady, she's like, Sir, you're speaking to Bruce Lee. Like, Don't you know who you're speaking to? The white man goes, ah, well, whatever, I'm a white man and I know everything. Fucks off, right? Whatever. She turns to Bruce Lee and she goes, oh my God, Bruce, I'm so sorry. That was so ignorant. That was just so awful. Like, um, what do you, um, like, how do you deal with that? And Bruce Lee goes, you know, if I gave any thought to that, I wouldn't be Bruce Lee. And it took a lot of like, wow, man, like that was like so profound to me. And that's where I try to I try to be. I try to have that level of, um, you know, the truth is I don't really have it right now, but I aspire to have that level of um, oneness with myself where it's like, you know, I shouldn't even let this shit bother me. And it, it just, it just generally doesn't bother me, but like it, it's even more about race. Like at first it was just more like, just the stupidity of humanity. It's like, for God's sake, sir, after all the things that we all have to deal with on a daily day basis, can you not subscribe to the normal fact, the normal day of life of how a fucking lineup works? Can you not subscribe to that? Like, why do I have to fucking explain to you that this is a fucking lineup and you start from the back of any fucking lineup? You don't just walk to the front of it. You're a goddamn middle-aged man. You fucking should know this. 
And then it snowballs into this racial thing, and it slows, snowballs into this just male aggression thing. And then it had this, like, um, looming feeling upon me as I went on to, the, to do my uh, comedy show that night. And it carried into this morning as I'm sitting here on this podcast, feeling kind of dejected, trying to go forward and put some humor into it. Then it gets me going on this whole, like, racial tirade. And the truth of the matter is I don't even really care about race. You know, it's like, it's more, I feel like I'm a more of a reaction to it. It's like, you know, that's what people do when they're hurt. They strike out to, they react. You know, it's like, if you put it on me, well, I'm going to put it on you or whatever, right? And I don't want to have that mentality. I don't care. Deep down, I know I don't really care about, um, sorry, I don't want to say care. Deep down, I know that I don't have any real beef with any religion or race, or sexuality, or whatever. It's just the frustrations of life, and it's just, you know, also, when there's a joke involved, it's just the fucking rungs of comedy, right? I know, I know, the highs, the lows. Anyway. Say a prayer for me. It's your old chuckle buddy, guess what? Jonathan James Ramtram, reporting live for duty on January 8th. 2018. Um, hit me back with some feedback. Um, jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. Again, the website link is on. Sorry, the email link is on my website. God bless and, um, you know, hug a white person. I think they need it. Uh-huh.